heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Alrighty, folks, this is a little bit of a different podcast on my end. This is episode number 127 of YWC Football Talk. And today I get the chance to be joined by a man who just surpassed 115,000 followers on TikTok, known on Twitter, the fade god himself, book it with Trent. Trent, how are we feeling today? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. How are you? You know what? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's Tuesday. Um, I know we got it's this is football season, but we got college basketball starting today. There's other sports too. So for those folks out there just wondering, this is going to be more of a sports betting podcast like that, because obviously if you don't know by himself, don't know him by now, Trent Fade God himself knows everything when it comes to gambling. <laughs> and also, too, I just got to give a shout out to the Nerfy quickly, because I know that's your specialty. Got it. I got it. I got it. I, I miss him already, dude. Can't wait for next season. <laughs> only only three months away till spring training. Yeah. Yeah. So the first question I wanted to ask you, simply put, is, look, you do those videos every week. I know this week you got a little sentimental with it on TikTok with the parlay. Um, but I guess got to ask you, what goes into a good, what you call surgical parlay? <laughs> uh, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of overthinking, uh, but you just got to go with what your gut tells you. Like this week, I had the Falcons money line, very unpopular pick against the Saints on the road. And, uh, and they ended up winning outright. And I just didn't listen to what everyone else was telling me. I just had a gut feeling. Uh, so it's a mixture of a gut feeling analytics and kind of just weighing opinions from others that I trust. Uh, but, but I've only hit one surgical six teamer starting in week three is when I started doing it and what we're in week nine now, or we just finished week nine. Yeah, so just I, I got, I got to get one more parlay, at least one more, uh, before the end of the season in order for me to walk away with profit on the six teamers. Cause I cashed 13 units on the first one in week three lost every single other one still up like seven units, but we got seven weeks left. So I can't afford to lose all of them, you know, got to hit one more at least. Oh no, no, no. hundred percent, hundred percent. You just get on such a high whenever you win. Like unfortunately oh. for me, myself, like I, I give my, I do best bets. Obviously I'm not like you still, you have a very high following compared to what I have. I'm just very lucky to have you on here today. But the next question I want to go to is what exactly, like for those of the people out there who don't might know what exactly is a unit when it comes to sports betting? Yeah, absolutely. A unit is basically a way to measure your bankroll per bet. So for example, instead of saying, oh, I have $300 on, you know, whatever today, it's I have three units because your unit might be different than mine. So it's the average size of your normal bet. For me, you know, one unit equals $100, but your one unit could be $10, whereas someone else's unit is $1,000. It doesn't matter what your unit size is. It just matters how you manage, you know, your units per bet. So if I have a super confident bet, I might say I have three units on the Lakers tonight instead of saying I have $300. It just kind of puts it in perspective 
for everyone who has different sizes of units per bet. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's I also asked that partially too, because I always was trying to figure out what exactly a betting unit was. Like I've seen you and other people in the sport, like the sports gambling industry using that term. So I was trying to figure out what it means, but you honestly summed up the definition of it perfectly where it's like, say for example, even if you're being smaller, where it's like, Say if someone's placed a ten dollars, like a, ten dollars, like yeah, ten dollars can be one unit. It's just all matters of how much you're betting, and also the other thing I preach to is bet what you not to bet responsibly, but obviously to bet responsibly. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I always say this: bet what you can afford to lose or what you feel comfortable losing. Exactly, exactly right. Like you should, you shouldn't bet something you can afford or feel comfortable losing. Exactly. Like I don't want to be like if I lose a bet, I don't want to go. Oh, it is what it is. But then at the same time, too. I'll be honest with you. I had a seventeen multi-sport going two weeks ago, and literally the only old, the only thing I missed was the World Series over. I think it was Game Three. If I had done that, it was like just a little like I think it was like a fifteen twenty dollar bet, but I would have turned it into like five hundred bucks. So it's just when you get, I'd rather like miss all but one rather than get all of them, but then you're missing that final link because then you exactly. like sweat it all out. And it's just oh, exactly. it's so painful. It's so painful. It's such an adrenaline rush, but also breaks hearts at the same time. <laughs> exactly. I had the same thing too with Alabama, Texas A&M a few weeks ago. That was my oh, last missing leg. Dude, same, bro. I had this huge teaser. I teased Alabama minus five. I was like, that's a lock. Lose outright, of course. The one week I bet Alabama. No, 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 100%, 100%. Now, with that being said, I was going to ask next was, how's NFL going this year? But like you said, too, you've only had the one week so far where you've done well. This week, this weekend, obviously, was super wonky. I'll just use that word because you had a lot of favorites. This is like the week where the house truly won, where you have people like myself. I took the Cowboys money line thinking, hey, it was easy. But they killed me spread. They killed me survival pool. And they killed me on the money line. Um, the only ones I got right, which I was criticized for. I know you had Falcons money line. I actually had the over in that game, which someone looked at me afterwards and they're like, okay, you're just betting on Matt Ryan and Trevor Simeon. I'm just like, when it's under 43 points, I feel like the yeah. old, it's just, it's easy. It's just like, like low hanging fruit to take the over in that sense. Exactly. Unless it's too bad. Exactly. Teams. No, absolutely. Uh, I've actually been doing better than I would have expected with the NFL this year. I mean, yeah, the parlays, I'm like one of six, one of seven. But the straight bets are where I actually make the money. You know, I I definitely compensate the losses on the parlays with with heavier units on straight bets. Uh, I think my record on NFL this year on the podcast that we do, I think it's like 15 and, and 10 or something like that. So I'm up like five units there. So I'm definitely getting better at being able to predict NFL games just because like I last season, I was just always favorites, always favorites, favorites just do your jobs. And I just started to realize like how often dogs are covering and I need to get, I need to fall in love more with taking dogs and football. And, and that was kind of my mentality this year. It's gone so much better, so much better. <laughs> There's only one dog in the NFL that I refuse to bet against for the time being. And that's the Kansas city chiefs last year. They had the same seven and nine spread record as the Jacksonville Jaguars. One team won one game, They're one team won 14 and this year so far, they're two and seven against the spread. Yeah, dude, they're unreal. They're unreal with the spread. They always find a way to fuck it up. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, the only times they've covered were against the football team and the Eagles. Besides that, there are so many of these games. Like, I remember week one, my dad was so on them. And I told them, I'm like, no, they're going to win, but Cleveland will cover. I think it was like six and a half points. It's the same yeah. thing. So you said to me about like what we were talking about off camera about last night. You and I both had the Bears plus six and a half. It's just sometimes it's too many points. Exactly, dude. I thought the Bears had no chance to cover uh, at, at the end of the first half. I thought that was a, I thought it was a wrap. 
Uh, but then, you know, six and a half points, all you need is a touchdown. You're right back in it. And it's exactly what happened. It was a close game the rest of the way. And Steelers were not able to pull ahead, you know, by more than seven, which was so close. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And even to um, not just now with the explosion of gambling, obviously, in the United States, more states are taking to it. I still say I just found that there's three big states down in the states, California, Texas and Florida that still haven't legalized it. New York just got in on it. So once the more states get in on it, look, this is just an industry that's only going up. And the fact to look, the NFL is now recognizing like five years ago, they were like, oh, we don't want anything to do with this. It's an evil thing. Now it's, hey, we can make a billion dollars a year off this. So it's like, hey, let's yeah. have some fun. I worked for the NFL uh, when I was in college as, a, oh. as, as an internship. Yeah. And this was right around the time I came up with the idea for Book It Sports, which is, a, you know, the social media sports betting app I created. And it's so crazy, dude, how much has changed. This was back in 2019 when I was working there. And I was simultaneously building the app and, you know, creating the pitch decks and all that. And, uh, and I pitched it to a couple, you know, high up people in the NFL. And they were like, this is a really good idea. You know, but betting right now in this league is just so wishy-washy. We don't know where the league's going to go with it. I know it's legal now. Uh, but, you know, I think you're like a year or two early for this and i was like all right that's fine that's fine i still built it now look at it now look at nfl and how they treat gambling it's it's insane dude you got DraftKings everywhere you got every commercial every commercial is betting related uh every promotion it, it's crazy dude i even say the same thing to you put on the nfl network the commercials are either beer pizza sports gambling mail enhancement or insurance that's literally commercials on nfl sunday yep yeah <laughs> that's it and i i I think now if you went back to them and said this idea you can do the whole paul rudd uh hot ones meme where it's like hey look at look at us look at us who would have (laughs) thought who would have thought like look at look at where we are i even realized too there's a now a state like the stadium in new orleans it's named after caesar's a literal casino crazy dude it's insane and it's only we're only just getting started too that's the crazy part exactly for everyone thinking oh hey look betting's here no no this is still it's still in its infancy. It's still, Oh yeah. It's still going to boom. Yes. We're in like the bottom of the first inning with it. Oh, a hundred percent. And uh, you're hoping for that. There's no runs to happen, but in this case, you're hoping for that <laughs> run. <laughs> yes. Dude, no runs in that inning. <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. Um, I want to ask you quickly, cause obviously it's Tuesday. We're still a couple days out. Lines can change and stuff, but do you have any favorites so far for this week? Or is there any way you're like, you're leaning in particular, like a bet you see right now that you really like for week 10? Uh, yes, I absolutely love one. Let me pull up the line real quick. Make sure it's uh, exactly what I thought it is. Take your time. One's NFL. All right. My play that I love so far, team that looked like absolute shit this week, uh, going up against a team that I love betting against all season. It's the Rams, minus three and a half on the road against the 49ers. Rams looked horrible last week against Titans. Lost some units on that pick. I thought that was a for sure win for the Rams, and I thought they were going to cover. They got blown out at home, and they're going up against a 49ers team who's just not good. They're not good. I don't know why they were favorites last week against the Cardinals, and they lost outright. Rams bounce back game here. I think they win by 10. Probably one of my favorite plays on the board this week. You know what? I like it, too. I, I, that's a play I really like. Because, yeah, like even last week, you're right. They were a one-point favorite, but still, it was just like – Okay, we get Kyler and DeAndre out, but at the same time, too, we're slowly starting to realize, look, this Arizona Cardinal team is pretty legit. They're legit. Uh, and 49ers are trash. 
I, I'm starting to get on the Kyle Shanahan is overrated. He's only had one winning season, one winning yeah. season since he's arrived in San Francisco. Yeah. And even too, I'm just looking at the spreads right here on my phone. There are some crazy ones for this week. Like I see Dallas at minus nine against Atlanta. I feel like that's going to, like people are going to sway away from that. Or even too, mm-hmm. if you have Denver being favored over Philly, there's so many of these. And also too, like we talked about earlier with Kansas City, I'm already on Raiders plus two and a half. I'm on oh, that. I, I don't... love that too. I love yeah. that too. Chiefs are not, I mean, they might win and win by one. Like that's, the, that's how this Chiefs team has been this season. Four and I believe it's four and 16 in their last 20 games against the spread, too. Yep. Like I said earlier, four yep. and 20 against the spread. They may have Patrick Mahomes, but they cost a lot of people a lot of money. Horrific. However, I do like the juicy value right now uh, for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. That division is wide open. I think it's 12 to one right now. Those are the best odds you're going to get for Patrick Mahomes for sure. Oh, 100%. Because, like, we're talking about them now. They're five and four. But for all we know, yeah, they go on a run. And then they're right there. It's like it's like we've seen for years with the – I'll say this, too, and I don't know how people react. But, like, look, I'm a Patriots fan. And we've had the same thing years and years out where everyone's like, are they going to do it this year? This year looks wonky. And you snap your fingers and, boom, they're there in February. So, for all we know, <laughs> for all you know, they could be there. It's just one of those things exactly. where it's like, look – and even, too, I'm going to go off to another – part with betting i feel like because you were how you were saying it earlier too you go with your gut sometimes with betting people overthink it and that's what experience where i've had losing money when you overthink a bet is when you lose it and you change your mind you flip-flop yep. so that's why i like i love the ones where i'm like when i logically think about one i'm like okay look i think this is going to happen and that's when it, that's when it covers like that's or that's covers money line over unders even too because over unders even in a lot of the other sports been a lot of unders have been hitting like for example nba nhl like there's been a lot of three, two games in the NHL, but even with the NFL too, it's all those games where you think, you know what? Hey, 50 points for sure. Over. No, the only one I was kind of skeptical on this week though, was Cleveland Cincinnati. That proved me wrong. I avoided that game, but look, I didn't expect the Cleveland Browns to bounce back the way they did. Yeah, no, I didn't either. One game I definitely overthought last week that hurt pretty bad was taking the Panthers as a home dog against the Patriots. I don't know why I overthought it. I was like home dog, you know, uh, New England just went on the road last week, got a win. I think they dropped this one. Uh, and there was really no reason why I felt like the Panthers were going to win. They're not the better team. I was just betting on, you know, other outside factors and just overthinking it. When really at the end of the day, Patriots were the better team. They got better coaching. They're just better overall everywhere. Uh, and they whooped them, you know. And I was just like, that was such a dumb bet. I mean, everyone, everyone makes mistakes. That's why they put pencils on erasers. Um, another one I see here that I like just because yeah, of what they one. did. Uh, it's, I use it from time to time. I, I screw up a lot. Um, the other one I like here, but it might be skeptical, is Philadelphia at plus two and a half over Denver. And I only say that because, like I said with the Jets earlier, when you have – like everyone's going to be expecting Denver to come in, beat them. They're actually 3-0 and so far when it comes to covering against the uh, NFC East. But I feel like this is a good – like I know it's weird saying good, but I feel like this is a good letdown spot where everyone's on the Denver chain. Like how, for example, after the Jets, everyone was on the Jets, like how everyone was on the Bengals when they were going in to that, play the Jets. Like it's just, that, it's just a revolving train, that look with betting. Don't yeah. overthink it and think logically with it. Yes, I, I, I'm not bought in. I'm not sold to this Broncos team. I think last week against the Cowboys could have been a fluke win. I know they've got weapons. I know they got Judy. I know they've got, you know, some of their guys back who were hurt in the early early on in the season. I know that they started 3-0, and but I don't know. I'm just not – I'm not buying it yet. I'm not buying it yet. I, I'll be honest with you. With the Broncos, when they were 3-0, and I looked at their October schedule, and I said, look, if they can go 3-2 and 
which brings them to six and two after October. I'll believe in them. They ended up winning only one game in the month of October, and that was against the football team, who've truly been a letdown team this year. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily buy it with them. Um, yeah. I just want to, I know I didn't, because obviously I had a bunch of written questions or a few written questions prepared for you, excuse me, but I wanted to ask you about this. Because actually, I'll be honest with you, I, I always thought Book It Sports was like a uh, just online, you guys on social media and everything like that, giving out picks. I didn't realize there was an app involved. I'm definitely going to be downloading that app now. Uh, I just want you to explain to the viewers and the listeners a little bit of what exactly the app is like or what you guys do with the app. Absolutely. So I came up with the idea for Book It Sports, and it's a social media platform for sports bettors simply to just interact, engage, and uh, post content all one centralized you know, mobile app. Instead of going to Twitter, Instagram, you know, TikTok, wherever you get your betting analysis and information and picks from other people, you know, you just go to one place and that's Book It Sports. And uh, that's the whole point, just bringing the community together. Everyone talks about the same lines every single day. So why not just do it on a place where the only thing you talk about is gambling, right? Because on Twitter, you got so much other bullshit you got to filter through in order to find the content you need to make an informed and educated betting decision. And so with Book It, it's supposed to just simplify the way that you consume you know, sports betting analytics and data and content, uh, making it easier, making you uh, find new sports bettors of all all types, you know, sharps, social bettors, newbie bettors. It's a great place for newbie bettors to go and learn and, you know, tell other people who know what they're doing. Uh, but that's really what it's all about, you know, just being the epicenter of betting content, bringing everyone onto one mobile app uh, and talking about what everyone does every day. And those are, you know, looking at the lines. You know what, you know, that honestly is a very smart idea because it kind of seems like you have like, like you said, like there's like Twitter elements like Reddit or Discord all in one for sports betting. So, guys, those of you out there who are either thinking about sports betting, who might be new, like also admit I've only been betting like, well, say like this, like a true degenerate for the last couple months now. But um, it's one of those things where I feel like you get on it and it's like. Oh, I'm going to take the night off. And then it's just like, no, no, I'm not. But like we said before, guys, just keep, if you do bet, please bet responsibly. Like don't like, do not bet. Basically like I said before, bet what you can afford to lose. Don't bet something that at the end of the day, if you do lose it, you're going to regret it. Exactly. Can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. Always manage your bankroll. Always gamble responsibly. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I always do. Cause like, I even remember too. like, I'll tell people like, Oh yeah. Like I bet this or I won this. Like I was actually pretty successful last. So it's weird. I know I'm mainly football here. I'm not mainly football. I am a football podcast, but the sport I've been the most successful with lately is hockey. Believe it or not. Really? Yeah. I know I've seen. Yeah. Who you been taking? Uh, like I said, a lot of the unders, um, sometimes with hockey too. Like I can't figure it out. Uh, I am a, tried and true pained heartbroken Leafs fan so sometimes I like to avoid them unless it's a bet I really really like with them yeah yeah like last week I had them versus Vegas I had the under I think it was like five and a half because like I said there's been a lot of like four one and three two games I had Montreal Canadians on the money line they were playing Detroit and Detroit's best player is unvaccinated so he's not allowed to come into Canada and play so he misses those games Arizona over Philly, which was what well, that was easy money. Or Philly over Arizona, excuse me. Arizona Coyotes yeah. aren't a good hockey team. Bet against them. No. And then I also had Winnipeg over Dallas. And then I also had Nash- Calgary over Nashville. But I pulled out after Winnipeg Dallas because Winnipeg up 3 1, tie- Dallas ties it. Yeah. Winnipeg wins in the shootout. I ended up going up, I'd say, I'm just going to use it in money terms. It was a simple $15 bet. It was like a $96, it was a $96 win. So I know I just pulled it out and I know it doesn't sound like a lot. It's not like I'm going out there betting, but it's like, look, Hey, I had the money in my account. I use an app called bet nine, nine for my betting. Cause 
I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm actually Canadian. I'm not, I'm, I don't live in the States. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I don't have like, so for me to have access to like FanDuel, DraftKings, all that stuff, yeah. I have to use American yeah. dollars. So it would cost me more. So I use an app called Bet99 or even ProLine, which is a uh, government run up here. And through that, like I said, look, I saw that uh, there was a chance to win and I basically quad more than quadrupled. I think it was like, I have to say at least six or seven times, like times of money by six or seven, just doing some simple math on top of my head. Uh, and then I know it's six, it's six because it's 15 times six is 90. So I'd say about six times, times six, my money got out, cashed out. And when you hit that cash out, oh, it's a good feeling. It's such a good feeling. Such a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to ask next, um, with college football, do you ever go down that rabbit hole at all? Or are you mainly, mainly just NFL? No, absolutely. I definitely, I attempt to, it's definitely my worst day of the week in terms of betting. Cause I just am so bad at it. And I, I usually would just resort to tailing other people's plays. Cause I'm just horrible. I'm so bad. There's like a couple of games in the pac 12, I could tell you, uh, or the big 12, even, uh, you know, things I like, things I'm going to take, but everything else you see on college football, I'm usually just telling other people. So bad at it, dude. When the, when the landlord comes for your rent and you're realizing they have to pay it off on the Monday night football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bears plus six and a half. Not, I'm not afraid to admit. I'm not afraid to admit. I You came up on my For You page a lot, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a follow. And I did. And I'm like, you know what? Not, I haven't regretted it yet. And it's been a great conversation today so far. The one thing I'll say about college football betting I've learned always take the over when it comes to big 12 football. Oh, big 12 overs every game, every time. Texas, no defense in the big 12. Texas, Oklahoma a few weeks ago. I remember it was just yeah. like 63 and a half. And I'm just like, it's going to hit. And when it was 21, nothing in the first quarter for Texas, I'm like, this is hitting. It's hitting. Yep. It's just like, it's like, what, it's like we were saying before with betting, you can think about it or overthink about it, but when you go logically, if you go with your gut, that's when you win. And that was the same weekend exactly. as Texas. And I, that was the same weekend, too. I had to sweat out Michigan, Nebraska. Yeah. I didn't cash out like a moron, and then I ended up losing. And I literally – it's like that TikTok that plays where it's like, ain't no fucking way, boy. Ain't no way. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done this before with sports betting. Sometimes I'll accept the loss, and I'm like, there. That loss, honestly, I went to my room and just laid in my bed, and I was just like, I don't want to talk to anyone right now. I'm just like <laughs> – I was – heartbroken That's over that bet. Literally me every night. <laughs> But I feel like with sports betting too, it's like anything in life. The more you do it, the more you figure it out. Even my girlfriend says like, hey, she's like, hey, you went from going like say one in four on a parlay to, hey, you're like how I said before, I'd rather miss all than hit one and miss one. But she looks at the same time too, like, look, you're getting better at it to where you're getting better at it to the point where you can go and say, hey, eventually it's just going to start hitting and you're just going to start just keep on cashing in. I feel like it's the dragon that we keep chasing, but it's, it's a, it's a healthy dragon in a way. Yes. Yes, exactly. Healthy <laughs> dragon. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But uh, before I get you out of here, obviously I saw the video today for uh, NCAA basketball. You have a big, big, big line going, but I got to ask you about Thursday night football. Also to Maction, I got to say Maction, great play. Um, Thursday night football. I know we talked about it off camera, but for the viewers, I just got to ask, what way are you leaning for this Thursday? Uh, I mean, I love me some dogs at home. We got the Dolphins plus seven and a half against the scary Ravens. I'm not scared of them. I think that's too many points. I think it comes down to some fluke shit at the end. I'm taking the Dolphins plus seven and a half. You know what? I actually, I was always going to take the Ravens just because I feel like, look, it's like the safe play. But at the same time, too, that's the other thing with betting. You got to be risky. It's when you don't get risky. Like, always remember it, too, because – Last year, I remember it was Bucks and Giants. I said, 
it was Giants plus it was plus eleven and a half, and I'm like, Giants going to cover. I didn't place a bet. They won. They lost by two, and I'm just like, God damn it! Like, it's a, it's a regardless saying if I bet this and I knew I would have won, but I like that play because you're right. Look, I feel like because of how bad Miami played this past Sunday, everyone's going to be expecting. Look, here comes Baltimore. They got a big win against Minnesota on a short week. Tua may or may not play. We don't know yet. So the more I think about it. When it comes to betting this Thursday, and even to I'm in a spread pool with some guys that I had a really bad week this past week, <laughs> but um, and also no offense, I did end up taking I took Tennessee plus seven and a half. I I went I took the bait and I ran with it. So prime time this week, I went three and zero. I'm happy to say I went three and zero. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Oh, well, especially considering too when I took Tampa and Philly and I missed and Denver Cleveland and I missed both spreads by half a point. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, the fucking hook, man. Yeah. On the hook, but you know what? It's the thing we keep going for. I, I know I keep going off track, but that's just I do it from time to time. But uh, no, honestly, <laughs> no, you're good. You know what? I like it just because I know fade the Ravens and look. It's like you said, don't overthink it. Just go for it. Sometimes you got to go for it without thinking it because you never know what's going to happen if you don't go for it. Lamar bullshit sometimes, dude. He'll be bullshitting on Thursday night. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm for it too, guys. <laughs> like 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 the fade God said, fade the Ravens. Uh, but anyway, before we wrap it up here, and obviously I know I said I plugged you on social media before with the uh, channels and the amount of followers, especially hitting a huge, huge milestone on TikTok. But if people want to find you, you on social media, where can they find you exactly? Or what are you like? Put your accounts. Take, go, go, go away. Go ahead. You can, me. Yeah. You can follow me on uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, same username across all three at Book It With Trent. And then uh, on the Book It Sports app, you can download that app on uh, the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. It's free to download. And you can follow me there at Trent. You know what? Sounds good. Like I said before, I didn't realize too much what the Book It Sports app was or that it was more a thing. I thought, like, you just said Book It, like, was your was your thing. But I'm going to be downloading that app. I'll follow you there. Follow you on TikTok. Follow on Twitter. Follow on Instagram, guys. Follow them all there. And before I go, too, I just got to give a shout-out to my presenting sponsor, uh, Sideline.shop uh, on uh Instagram for all your jersey needs, guys. Just go follow them. Link will be in the description. Also, too, I know he's got a lot of followers, but all of Trent's uh, info will be in the description, too, along with a link to download the Book It Sports app on both Apple and Google Play. Um, I'm Apple myself. But anyway, guys, that's going to do it for episode number 127 of YWC Football Talk. Happy betting, everyone. Book it. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Save the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have faults. He had the same amount of faults as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.